Hey everyone, Christy McClellan here, and I want to invite you to a brand new event from Lifeway Women called Feast. At this event, you'll be invited to feast on God's Word by studying the Bible in its historical, cultural context. We're going to get to know the Bible in its world, in its native habitat, text, and context. You'll experience teaching, worship led by my 25-year friend, Laura Cooksey, and fellowship with other women around the world. Come and learn with me that the living God is better than we ever knew. Visit LifeWay.com slash Feast to learn more. This is the Mark Podcast from LifeWay Women. We're your hosts, Elizabeth Heineman and Kelly King. Each episode, we'll talk about what God is doing, how He has and is marking each of us. Sometimes that will be through interviews, and sometimes we'll have conversations around the table. We're so glad you've joined us today. Hello and welcome to the Mark Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Elizabeth Heineman. I'm here with my co-host, Kelly King. Hey, Kelly. Hey, I'm here with you, Elizabeth, but not actually here in the same room this time. But hey, we're here together, and I'm I'm glad to be here. Yes, it is a little bit different. I'm like, well, I'm not alone in the room. That we have our producer and our engineer in here, but I am um, I'm the only one on the chairs, so that's fun. But. We have some very special guests today that we're really excited to introduce. And Savannah, you've been on the podcast before, um, Savannah yeah. Ward. And then Heather is also here. Heather Ross is um, on our marketing team as well. So both of y'all just give us a start by t- introducing yourselves and tell us how what you do with Lifeway Women. Well, I can go first. I'm Savannah Ward. I am a marketing strategist for Lifeway Women, and I market our women's events. So our enrichment events and our training events. I'm Heather Ross, and I'm also a marketing strategist on our women's marketing team, and I promote our Bible studies and Life of Women Academy. Yeah, so we wanted to have y'all on to talk about the like training that we do, the leadership training. So we thought, who better to talk about it than the people who market it? <laughs> <laughs> So tell the us people who have to talk about it all the time. Yes. Right. Yes. Y'all should be able to talk about it really well. <laughs> well, should we ask them Elizabeth a little bit about, you know, they both have had kind of an interesting path at Lifeway, kind of they both have been part of Lifeway, then they've left and come back. So um, Heather, tell us a little bit about your journey at Lifeway. Yeah. So I started out at Lifeway right out of college. I had a part-time job calling churches to remind them to renew their Sunday school subscriptions. And (laughs) that slowly transformed into a full-time role on the marketing team. Thank goodness, not calling churches anymore. (laughs) Calling churches was not in my wheelhouse. That was a a special person, I think. (laughs) We used to all have to do that. That was like part of all of our jobs was calling churches for a little while. Oh, interesting. Um, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. So it was... There were some really fun conversations that you had, but also there were people whose cell phone number was just on there. And so you would call and they're like in the middle of driving their (laughs) kids to school or something. And so um, it was always very interesting. Yeah. 
I had a lot of answering machines. I remember yes, that. Yes. Um, yes, it was very, it was an interesting job. Um, and then a position opened up on the marketing team. So I took that and I was there for a few years. And then I left and did nonprofit work for several years and then came back. So I got a call. There was a position open on the team to um, promote for the marketing strategist role for events. And so I came back to Lifeway and took that. And then that's part of Savannah's story. So I'll let her take that part. <laughs> and then I, transfer, I transferred um, to start promoting Bible studies and academy instead. Yeah. Savannah, what about you? How did you get this role at Lifeway? Yeah. Well, first of all, Heather, I love that. I didn't realize that you had that first part-time job. So that's like, yeah. I'm learning about you, even though we're on the same team. And I remember <laughs> she had really cute cubicle decorations. Like I did so much effort. You were in the marketing team. Yes. yes. Well, y'all, I was in this windowless office. I remember I've a part of it was winter and winter in Nashville, it gets dark at 4 p.m. Oh yeah. So I would come to work in the dark and leave in the dark. And so I'm, there was some like seasonal affective disorder mixed (laughs) in there, I'm sure. And I was like, let me just make my office as cute as I can, because I have to be in here a lot and I can't see the light of day. So it was an antidote for me. Well, you did a great job. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. It stuck out to both of us. (laughs) Uh, But I started at Lifeway as an intern. Um, So I was, my first ever position at Lifeway was the women's leadership and ministry training intern. So I worked with Chris Adams and Mary Margaret. Um, And when you said that I've been on the Mark podcast before, I've been on as a guest once, but I also was a co-host with Mary Margaret when she first started the podcast. Oh, wow. So it's one of like the first... I mean, less than 10 episodes in, she was just like, hey, you're an intern. Do you want to come be on this? You know, Mary Margaret, she's just like, yeah. I'm just going to let you learn how to do this. She's such a great just leader in that. Do you remember uh, who you interviewed? I interviewed Mo Isom, okay. was one of the people I interviewed. Yes. And then there was a guy that I interviewed, and I feel so bad, but I cannot remember his he name. He was in theater, right? Yes, exactly. Yes. yes. Um, that was when I was I mean, producing the podcast. So, like, I remember that vague. Like, I remember okay, the guest yes. somewhat, but I don't remember his name either. We'll have well, to look it up. Well, it's funny. I say that I co-hosted. I really didn't. I just sat there and was like, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't have anything to contribute because I was so nervous. I think that was, my, still, first, was cool. my first episode co-hosting as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's funny to think about my history with the March podcast, even. Yeah. But anyway, I was an intern um, when I was a junior in college, and then I came back my se- after my senior year and interned in leadership training. Um, so that's with Todd Atkins' team and the Ministry Grid team. And then in the middle of that internship, I got hired on to the women's events team as a full-time employee as their department assistant. And then I moved around on the events team a little bit. I actually worked with, my next position was working with Kelly. So I was the training um, event project coordinator was my title. And so I got to coordinate our ULEAD events and our women's forum events. So it's really neat now that I get to be the one that's promoting those events because I've also been on the side of coordinating them. Um, so those are the events that I love so much. And then um, I left for a while and I worked at a church. I was a communications director at a church here in Nashville. And then I came back to Lifeway and worked in events. And then um, Heather touched on it a little bit, but Heather moved into the Bible study role. And so around that time, that's when I moved into the event marketing role. Um, and so it's been a really cool journey that I've got to have at Lifeway. And I've gotten to see really uh, different seats and different sides of events especially and our training events and so it's really neat to get to see I think I've gotten a really cool picture of it so I I don't take that for granted at all I really have loved my journey here 
Yeah. I think this is such a good encouragement for younger women who are mm-hmm. maybe getting ready to get out of college or they they think that they're going to like figure out their dream job when they first just, you know, start working. And it's kind of a like it can take a little while to kind of get in different places. And so you know, I think I think we all have to remember that everything builds on each other, and the Lord is really directing our paths, and we have to trust in that. And so that's that's really good to hear both of your stories for sure. Yeah, definitely. And how Absolutely. God has used those part time internship roles to lead you to where you are today. So nothing is wasted, like you said, Kelly. Um, so okay, let's transition. We have. We've mentioned that we're going to be talking about our training events, and Lifeway Women Academy is kind of in that same realm. Um, we may have mentioned those on the podcast of time or two because Kelly and I are deeply involved in those areas. And so we kind of laugh at each other because we're constantly plugging like academy and leadership training events. Um, but Heather, go ahead and give us your short elevator pitch as the marketing person. How do you describe Lifeway Women Academy? So Life Women Academy is one of our newest initiatives, and we're so excited about it, and we love it. It is a series of online on-demand courses, so women can be equipped to study and teach the Bible. So that includes teachers like Jen Wilkin, Elizabeth Woodson, Courtney Doctor, um, our own Kelly King. Many, many others have taught courses. They're each about 10 sessions, and they cost just $59. So we lovingly call this our place for Bible nerds. Um, I think that our own Elizabeth coined that term for us because she herself is a lovely Bible nerd. Yes. And um, this is just for those women who want something just a little bit deeper than a Bible study, but seminary may not be in the cards for them at this time. So it may not be the right time in their life, or maybe they've gone before and want a refresher, or maybe they don't feel called to seminary at all, but they just really want to dive deep into scripture right where they're at. So when you buy the course, you immediately get access to all the sessions and you can complete them at your own time, on your own time and at your own pace, which is really great to have that flexibility. So no matter what stage of life you're in, you can really learn how to study and teach the Bible right where you're at. Yeah, and they're all taught by all women. I think that's another thing that stands apart for Academy is we have all women teachers, which is really fun because then you get references to Dolly Parton and people wearing pink blazers, and it's amazing. I love it. Absolutely. We love that. Yes. Yes. I I doubt that there's a lot of football references or maybe, you know, it's just a little bit. There's an occasional sports reference because sports – really speak to a lot of uh, principles that we take on in life. So, but yeah, there are a fewer of those probably. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, probably so. And more uh, girly references maybe. That's right. That's right. Well, Savannah, (laughs) you're, you're the one who works closely with the training events. So kind of in the same way, tell us a little bit about what we offer women to help equip them in just leadership and life. Yeah, so when I moved into the marketing role, I was like, I need to lay this out of how many things that we offer for women in training because there are so many things that we offer that I don't know if everybody knows about that Life of Women provides for women who are in different places in their leadership journey. Um, So like Kelly, you were speaking to the younger woman who may be fresh out of college. Um, And so we think about women in different stages of life and try to meet her where she is. So from the training event side of things, um, the two main parts that we offer are you lead 
Um, and so those are our pre-conference events that happen before our Going Beyond Live and our Life Women Live events. And the cities that we take those events to, we have a pre-conference event um, for women who are interested in growing in their leadership journey. And so whether she is a women's ministry leader, whether she is a stay-at-home mom, a teacher, wherever she is, um, we believe that every woman has influence. And so we offer really practical training um, through those you lead events. And so the thing I, I'm just going to plug this the thing I love most about those you lead events are the trainers that come to um, all of our leadership events, but especially to you lead. Um, we have a team of women who are our life of women trainers and they are seasoned leaders, whether it's in the marketplace, whether it's a ministry, and they are just a wealth of knowledge. Um, and they love you so much. Like they care so deeply about the women that come to their breakout sessions and they want to take all of us to coffee. So <laughs> they're just the best of the best. Um, but we have breakout sessions, like I said, and general sessions. So it's a really quick one day event, but it's chock full of information and knowledge to really get you started or to help you grow in your next season of leadership. Um, and then we also have our women's forum, which is like you lead. We used to call it you lead on steroids because it's two days of leadership training. Um, and so it is like you lead, but times a million. Um, and so it's our national event and where we have our platform speakers, our breakout sessions like we do at for or at you lead, but there are even more of them. And it's just a great opportunity to network with other leaders who are like you. Um, and so that's something I really love about these leadership events, too, is it puts you face to face with women who are on the front lines doing exactly what you're doing. Like I said, whether it's somebody who is a stay at home mom, just like you are, or somebody who is a women's ministry leader, just like you are. Um, so those are our, our main two women's training events. Yeah, those are we hear about them over and over from women who've attended, like how much of an impact they make on them, even just the opportunity, like you were saying, to meet other women who are doing the same thing that they're doing. Um, and we actually have talked to some of our trainers about that very thing as well. Um, we think that is such a valuable opportunity and something that we don't get always because, you know, if you're a women's ministry leader at a church, you're probably the only one. So there may not be others in your same church that you can relate right. directly to. So it's like a good way to um, to get with people that are similar to you or in similar positions. Same as like if you're in the marketplace, you may be the only Christian in your mm -hmm. workplace or at least on your immediate team. And so to kind of see other people that are like, oh, I'm I'm. I've encountered the same situation. I actually sat in one of the breakouts at Forum for a little while during the Q&A part, and they kind of had that exact conversation, like, I have been there, and here's what I did. And it was two women who did not work for the same company. They didn't work for churches. They worked for uh, secular companies and organizations, and they were like, okay, here's what I did. Here's what encouraged me. Here's my phone number. Like, And so I loved hearing that and being witness to that, and I think that's what happens at a lot of our leadership events for sure. That's yeah. really special. Really special. Yeah. I always love seeing, I, I mean, I'm probably, you know, I get the privilege of reading the evaluations mm -hmm. after they're over and just hearing how the Lord speaks to, to them in the midst of those events. And really a lot of them come with, I don't want to say low expectations, but maybe unknown mm -hmm. expectations of what yeah. they're getting into. And so by the end of the day, they're, they're all like, wow, this was this was really even more than I thought it was mm -hmm. going to be. And I'm sure they feel kind of the same way about, you know, Academy, things like that. Kind of like, wow, I didn't know what I didn't know. Mm -hmm. I, th I think that's a good way to put that too. So, you know, Heather, like when you think about like, why do women, why would 
why would I want to take an academy course? Like, why would the average woman out there say, I want to do academy? I think so many women are leading in their spheres of influence and don't know that they are. So I think when you attend a training or you take a Life of Women Academy course, you gain a confidence that you are equipped to be a leader right where you're at. So Elizabeth and Savannah both touched on this, but I think a lot of women think, oh, well, I'm not the women's ministry leader at my church, or I'm not leading a Bible study, or I'm not, I'm not the CEO of my company, so I am not a leader but I think that's such a narrow view of what leadership can look like. And I think when we're equipped to see ourselves as leaders right where we're at, we gain so much confidence to be an influence, whether we're single and we mentor college students, whether we stay at home with our kids, whether we are the CEO of our company or we're an empty nester who's providing meals for elderly people in their church. All of those things are examples of leaders, and because we have such a narrow view of what it looks like, we really do ourselves a disservice when we don't believe that we can influence people right where we are already. So I think these trainings are so important because they help you see other women who are leading in a similar way that you are and help you gain the confidence to better serve as a leader right where you're at. Yeah. And I would just add for Academy specifically, I think that it does really give the confidence, like Heather said, in the competence so that you are like, oh, I can study the Bible for myself, which does in turn make you a better leader and make you no matter how you're leading, or it just makes you a better Bible reader, um, somebody, something that we all want to grow in and um it definitely has drawn, like, I get to watch all of the courses. And so it's drawn me closer to God through finding out more about his word and about him through his word and um, and through, like, how we think about God and all of those things that I think are really important. Um, and it's not, it, I mean, it is Bible nerdy. We talk about that. But I think we all kind of are a little bit Bible nerds. Um as Christians, because that is the way that we get to know God here in the 21st century is through reading his word. And so it just gives you tools to do that um, better and clearer and easier. Um, So I think that, or more confidently, I guess I should say. So I think that is, um, that's where that is too. But Savannah, what would you say as far as um, why you think there's a need for, you've kind of touched on that a little bit. So maybe we could rephrase it to what do you hope women game for from participating in our uh, training events? Yeah, I think one of the main things I would hope for, like you you just said the word, Elizabeth, but confidence in mm-hmm. their ability to lead. Um, because I think even from a, like a marketing perspective, because that's how my mind thinks now, the word leader is something that I don't use very much because I feel like women don't always self-categorize themselves as leaders. Um, and so helping them see the confidence that they do have influence where they are. Um, so giving them that and then giving them the tools to carry out that um, that wherever the Lord is calling them to lead. Um, and I think even that word calling can be intimidating sometimes too. And so really just showing them like day by day, walking in fellowship with the Lord and being faithful in 
the places where he has you and your spheres of influence that he's given you, that's you leading and that's you walking in your calling. Um, and so just giving them, I think maybe reframing the context of leadership. And then I think beyond that, the, the categories that, um, that we've broken the you lead events down into. So it's, um, personal equipping, general ministry leadership and biblical literacy. And so really trying to touch on all ends of the spectrum. Like, like we said, no matter what your history or your context is walking into the event, knowing that there is something for you and that you're going to gain something from any breakout that you attend. Um, and the same goes for forum, but just being able to meet women where they are um, and helping them leave feeling equipped and feeling confident to take the next step in their leadership journey um, whether that's maybe seeing themselves more as a leader, whether it's becoming a mentor for someone else, whether it's, you know, just saying yes to where God is leading them on, um, on their journey as a believer. I might even add Savannah, you know, I think it, um, you touched on a lot of good points there, but also there's something unique about those training events when you come with a group and you bring some people with you because there are a lot of different breakouts that you can choose from. So people can go to different ones. They can customize it the way that they, you know, it, it fits what their needs are. But then also when you come with maybe a, a team um, or a group of women, it really does add value to the training because you, you get to hear from each other or you know, it's like anything else that you could be sitting and listening to the same thing and someone hears something unique for them that the other person goes, oh, I didn't, I didn't really catch that. Or I didn't, that, that's, that was a new thought. Um, so I encourage women all the time, like, don't come to our training events by yourself. You know, bring, bring a small group of women with you and uh, make it, make it a day for sure. And that way, when you get home, you can be like, hey, Remember when we learned about this at Forum or at ULEAD? Let's do that. And and you were in there too, so you can help me remember all the steps or whatever it is um, to implement those things. And so I think that's um, that's a good word, Kelly, to bring people with you, whether they're on staff with you or just part of your leadership team, or maybe it's a young woman that you want to see grow in her leadership and influence, and you can bring her along as a way to kind of mentor her or kickstart a mentor relationship mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. No one wants to be like the leader who comes back and everybody else is like, they're like, I, I went to this and I learned this and I heard all these great things. And everybody's just looking at her like, yeah, that's nice. You know, yeah. like great. I'm glad you had a great time. I feel but, so refreshed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, we kind of have talked about a lot of this already. And I think that's one thing that if, Nothing else. If you're listening to this episode, I hope that you realize that you are a leader and you have influence. Mm -hmm. um, I think we've probably done a disservice by calling uh, people on social media influencers because it makes the rest of us think that we're not doing that if we're not making money off of it. Um, mm -hmm. But we definitely all have influence. Like I can tell you so many things that I've bought or done or said because someone else in my life, in my personal life has recommended it. Or I just think even of like camp relationships. So we're with somebody for what, two and a half months. And my vocabulary changes after like mm -hmm. working camp. I say that in present tense, like I'm still working camp every summer. I wish I were. <laughs> but um, just the things that we would say, because we were influenced by these people who we were just around a lot. And so I think that yeah just grows even more the more involved you are with your people, the people that you are leading and you're around and yeah. influencing. I would, 
I was listening to a podcast yesterday, and they were talking about a book. And I literally, as soon as I like pulled over, I went to you know and went online and ordered the book. And I would have never even heard of that book. So yeah, there are things yeah. like that that we learn from one another for sure. Yeah, and I mean. I know Heather has posted her uh, top reads of 2024, and I went out and like put several of those on hold at my library because I Heather did the same me. with yours, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> so we all have influence of some some kind, um, and I think that's important for us to realize as both as leaders, but also as followers of Jesus, um, because we hope and pray that we can say, like Paul always said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. So that is Mm -hmm. like my hope and prayer is that I'm imitating Christ enough to where if someone is trying to imitate me, they at least get a little flavor of Jesus in there. Um, But yes, I, so I I think we've answered some of these questions, but I did want to ask if y'all have any stories or comments or anything that has reached you from women who have done our training, done academy, anything like that. And Kelly, you answer as well, because you, like you said, you read the evals, so you have lots of comments and stuff. Samantha, we can start with you. Yeah, I can jump in. Well, I'm still kind of digesting what you just said, Elizabeth, because of, uh, I'm just thinking about, we do have, like, the amount of influence that we have on people, and I'm thinking even about myself, because I wouldn't, like, self-qualify as a leader sometimes, but then I think mm-hmm. about the fact that I lead high school girls in Bible study yeah. every single week, mm-hmm. and, like, that's something I think I might take for granted every now and then. And then when mm-hmm. I show up the next week and they've got the same post-it notes in their Bibles that I had the week before, it's like, wow, yeah. I have yeah. a lot of influence on these girls. And so making sure that I'm getting equipped and I'm competent in what I know God's word to say and that I'm learning from these other trainers, these things that, um, you know, I can pour, I'm not pouring out of an empty vessel. And so right. I'm just like, that's why we do what we do. And that's why, you lead and forum and academy and all these other things are so important to us because that's what we're pouring like we're giving people what we have to pour out of and so mm-hmm. making sure that we are poured into so that what we have to pour out is is good so yeah. that was just a side note as I'm influencing in the right direction said. yes yes I think that's important <laughs> yes. yeah um well on that note uh, an example that I can think of uh like I said I've gotten to sit in the seat of event coordinator and intern. And so I've gotten to kind of sit, you know, a little bit on the sidelines of watching certain women in their leadership journey. And one thing that we offer that I haven't even touched on yet is our women's ministry essentials. And so that's something that is for women who are in um, ministry, the women's ministry leadership role of their church, but they have, they've been in it for three years or less. So they are new to this role. Um, and so they can sign up for this conference. Um, we, it's very limited. There's only 25 spots and we do it twice a year and they come to Nashville and then we pour into them for two days or is it two and a half days, Kelly? It's yeah, about two and a half days. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's like, I mean, just you get hands-on ministry training with women who are literally in the same boat as you because they are three years of ministry experience or less. And then you've got these trainers that are just side by side. Um, walking with you. And so I'm thinking about a woman that came to Essentials several years ago. Her name is Jennifer. She's from Knoxville. I met her because she helped us promote um, the Going Beyond Live event in Knoxville several years before that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so I met her through that. She had been to ULE, but she came to Essentials because she was in a leadership position at her church. But she shared at that Essentials that she felt like she and her husband may be called into foster care. Mm-hmm. And so that is something where it's like, okay, well, if you categorize women 
in leadership. Maybe foster care wouldn't be one of the first things that you think about when you're thinking about women's ministry leadership. You might think about your church or discipleship, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when she said that, the trainers really just came around her and we all prayed for her. And she is now a foster mom and she's fostered tons of kids. Um, and she's also sharing that story on her Instagram. And so I'm just thinking about, wow, she came to that conference because she was doing women's ministry at her church. And now her influence looks like foster children that she is taking care of on a day-to-day basis. And she is so much of a leader. And just thinking about all the things that she's gotten to experience along the way that have helped get her ready for this moment in her life. And I'm just so encouraged that she is a foster mom out there. And so um, just thinking about women like that, that they may come thinking that their journey is going to look a certain way and it takes a totally different direction, but they're still equipped. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I love Jennifer and I think about her a lot when I think about these events. That's awesome. And another event or something that's kind of in this space too, that we haven't mentioned is the webinars. And so, yeah, that's a great point. Talk a, a briefly about those. Cause I just want to make sure that people know about them. Yeah, thank you for mentioning that. And Kelly, you feel free to jump in because I I don't think I was even around when the webinars came to being. Um, But those are free. We do it once a month, well, bi-monthly. And so those are free webinars that um, we offer with our trainers that are on certain topics that that women have said that they are interested in knowing about. And so that's a great way for you to get an introduction into ULEAD and really all of our leadership resources. Um, but it's a panel of those trainers that I've mentioned talking about really topics that are important to women. Um, and then they're also available on YouTube after the webinar is over. So those are ongoing resources that we've made available to women. Is there anything else you would add to that, Kelly, about the yeah. webinars? No, you did a great job. I mean, but there, there's a whole catalog of topics now. They really developed kind of out of a necessity during COVID when we couldn't do live events. And they they just continue to grow and the number of women who attend those. And it's such a safe place because they can, you know, they can sign up and they can just do it on their lunch hour because we try to do it, you know, during kind of the lunch um, hour, depending on your time zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that that is, it's a good way to do that too. Um, and, you know, I, I was thinking too, I'm glad you brought up Essential Savannah because I was thinking about another leader that came to Essentials, and she messaged me um, on Instagram um, yesterday because I posted something. I think I'd reposted Life of Women's uh, reel on on one of the podcasts, and I think about her and her leadership that she brought. Um, she brought a huge group last year to another you lead. And now she is, um, and with Lifeway Academy, things like that, she's now going to seminary this semester. Like, she just got accepted. And so we keep in touch with women like that. And so there's a progression, I think, of of leadership and training and equipping that continues to go on and on. And I hear stories. That's part of the fun job of what I've gotten to do over the past several several years is um, even, like, at Forum, I remember hearing a story. A lady came back to me and told me, she said, I came to form. I wasn't really in a ministry leadership position. I just, but while I was there, the Lord really just spoke to me that I would, I was in a season of being prepared to be a leader. And she said within this past year, like I, w- I w- have been asked to lead this ministry. And she wow. said, what I didn't know is that coming to form gave me 
they equipped me, you know, equipped me for mm -hmm. some basic things that I needed to know um, that I didn't even know at the time that I was walking into. So those are always fun to hear those great testimonies of people. Yeah, and I would say on the academy side, I may have heard more, Heather, than you have from that just because I've been to various conferences or things promoting academy. And I hear from women who are just like, thank you for providing this. This is exactly what I needed right now in this season. Um, I've heard from pastors who have also said, this is what our, women's, our women need right now in this season because seminary is hard and it's a big commitment, but they still crave to know like, basic theology, how to, like hermeneutics, to use the $10 theology word, the how to study the Bible, things like that. Um, and so I think they're, they're ready for that kind of stuff. But they're, like you said, Heather, seminary is not right now for them. Um, and so I think that is, I've heard those things from so many women who are really excited about that. Um, and it's, Academy is relatively new, so we don't have as many stories like y'all have of like following these women on their journey. Um, but we do have, uh, we do hear from women that it is something that they're excited about and is a needed resource. So we're excited to be able to provide it for them. All right, Savannah, Heather, Heather, we'll let you go first, but we always ask the marked question. And so we want to hear from you. How have you been marked in your walk with Christ? I love that you all ask everybody this question. I think it's such a great question. Um, I think one of the things that has marked me so consistently over the years is my friendship with other Christian women specifically. I think this is also, I could have been thinking about this because we've been talking so much about learning from other women and raising other women up. But when I look back at the moments in my life that were the hardest, it's my, it's my girlfriends. It's my Christian girlfriends who have really reminded me of the love of Christ, who have pointed me to truth. And that could have been through actions. It could have been through words. It could have been through rebuke. It could have been a lot of different ways. But I don't know. Every once in a while, I get a glimpse outside of my little Christian bubble of friendships. And I'm just reminded of the depth and the importance of being in community with other believers, I think there's something really special about Christian friendships. And I, it's really marked me in my walk with Christ and in my day-to-day -day life. It's been a really important part of who I am. I love That's that. Awesome. All right, Savannah. Awesome. So I, I think I'm thinking of this just because my mind is in leadership land of um, how the Lord marked me um, really in, like you said, uh, I forget which one of you said this, but um, my journey as a woman in leadership and um, the fact that nothing is wasted is such a truth in my walk with the Lord throughout my entire life. Um, because there have been seasons where like, I can remember being 18 and fresh out of college and wanting so badly to just like run straight into things and be in a leadership position. And, um, you know, times where the Lord has been like, wait, you know, just, just calm down. Wait, it's going to be okay. Um, and the things that he's just taught me along the way so patiently and lovingly, and even times where it's felt like, um, you know, I've, I've had a lot of health issues really even in the past year where I've just, I felt like things that are setbacks. Um, and just the Lord continuously reminding me, nothing is wasted. And that's something that Chris Adams said to me um, a long time ago when she was, when I was in the internship role that has just stuck with me, that the Lord just does not waste anything in our lives. And he uses all of it for his glory and for our good. 
Um, and so just to trust him in that. And I'm, I'm just so thankful for that truth in times where I've felt like I've been waiting on the Lord or waiting on what I feel like he's called me to do. Um, just to remember that I can trust him, that he's sovereign and that he's not going to waste anything. Yeah. I love that those two can kind of go together too of nothing is wasted. Sometimes I think our greatest ministry is talking to our friends who have, who are now going through what we've already been through. And so we can kind of be like, Hey, here's how God was faithful through this. And sometimes it's hard Mm -hmm. to see in the moment, but it's much easier to see in hindsight. And so you can kind of be an encouragement to one another through that. So I love that. That's so true. Love how those go together and such a, such great answers. Yeah. Well, this has been such a good conversation. And Savannah and Heather, we just appreciate all the work that you do at Lifeway and the way that you help us get the word out. And um, if if women wanted to find out more information, um, Savannah, where where should they go for, for training events? Well, I would just say we've put together a brand new page on Lifeway.com. That's Lifeway.com slash training. And it has everything that we've talked about today on that page. So just yes. go there. It's beautiful. It's it. Savannah. Yeah. And we'll have <laughs> links URL. in the show Great job. Yes. We'll have links it in is, the show notes as well. So That's right. It is it is a great like Savannah's done a great job of putting it together and and uh, Heather, thank you for all the work that you do on our Bible study team and, mm-hmm. and the way that we get to hear more about the academy courses. So I um, really do appreciate what you guys what you guys do at Lifeway. So yeah. thanks. Well we love being a part of the team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for having us. Yeah, listeners, we love having you every week, and we hope you'll be back with us next week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to join in on the conversation, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram, at Kelly D. King and at E.D. Heineman. Use the hashtag MarkedPodcast to connect with us. You can also find Lifeway Women on all social media channels at Lifeway Women. All of today's show notes will be posted at lifewaywomen.com slash podcast. If you love the show, leave an iTunes review. It's a great way for other people to hear about the podcast. We'll see you next time. Home should be a place where we feel at peace, where we can be ourselves, where we feel loved. For a lot of us, though, home is a place of heartache, hurt, and loneliness. As believers, Christ promises us an eternal home. But what does that actually look like? And how do we deal with our current homesickness? I recently wrote a Bible study called Come Home for Women, and I'm so excited that Come Home will also be available for teen girls. It's perfect for small groups, helps girls answer important questions, and gives us a richer understanding of what kind of home God's building for us. The release date for Come Home for teen girls is August 1st, but you can pre-order it now at lifeway.com slash come home. Don't miss out on this opportunity to help girls belong and be loved. Again, you can pre-order it today at lifeway.com slash come home.